Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Americans of all identifications, genders, etc., etc., welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Zork. That's my brother, Matt. What up, Dell? And we are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Matt, let's get right into it. A lot of upsets, a lot of ugly games. Who doggy? Especially if you're from where we're from. Let's talk Big Ten. Evan, is the Big Ten all right? Dude, I don't know. I mean... Like, zero to panic button. Where are you at? I don't know if anyone should panic just yet. Evan, it was bad. It was an ugly week. I mean, seven losses, losses, majority of them to out of conference, a couple of them uh, embarrassing. My thing is always, you know, it is week three. You do need to start getting traction, but it is still early in the season. It is odd that all the losses happened on one week. But, like, you know, if you divide these losses, they, Big Ten's been pretty good the last two the two weeks before. So if you divided up all these losses and spread them over uh, the first three weeks, I don't think we'd be having this conversation about panic button. But it's just because they all happened on the same weekend. Not a good look. What's the most concerning loss to you in the Big Ten over the weekend? I think I'm having a tough time between um, Northwestern losing to Akron 39-34 and uh, I think Nebraska losing to Troy 24-19. Wow. Why is Wisconsin not in your top two? What are you doing? I mean, it's bad. It's bad, but they did lose at the last second with a field goal. That was one of our adults. No, took I down one of the adults. I mean, how many how many good teams though have lost at the last second to a field goal to a team that they shouldn't have over the years? A ton. It happens. It's unfortunate. It happened to a team in the Big Ten, um, but it's not like they went out there and got their. That was one of our hitters, though. My problem with Northwestern losing to Akron is one: we're talking about a MAC team that, in my opinion, is not even a very good MAC team. Um, two, we're talking on your home turf. Three, by more than a field goal. Um, four, I think Northwestern, I didn't think they were going to win the West, but I thought they'd be, you know, potentially two. I thought they'd give all the West teams a run for their money. Um, and then with the Nebraska thing, I just think uh, a lot of that kind of optimism, momentum that was around the program with Frost coming in. Not to say they can't get it later in the season or even next season, but I think it shows that Nebraska has a much longer path to walk before they return than I think a lot of people thought going into the season. What's your opinion? I mean, the Wisconsin game, I assume. The Wisconsin game, number one. Number two, the Rutgers game. Oh, You know, it's like... I want to say I picked Kansas. Not by 40 (laughs) points, but I picked Kansas. It's like... They beat the bricks off You know, when when a baby takes his steps for the first time, and you kind of think it's capable of doing it, but you've just never seen it before. That's like when Kansas scores 55. It's like, eh, they could. It's possible. They could score 55 points. I don't think they'll do it right now. And then they go out and do it. They put up 50. This is a team that lost to Nichols State 
at home. Dog, I'm telling you, not only did they win, they they threw it down. Yeah, fifty-five. My goodness, they ripped their arms off. The other thing I misread about the Northwestern Akron game, you know, I had a I had a moment where I thought Akron hadn't beat a Big Ten team since nineteen eighty-four. No, I think you. And were then right. I realized they hadn't beat a Big Ten team since eighteen ninety-four. Question: Was there a, even a Big Ten in nineteen, or excuse me, eighteen ninety-four? They hadn't. Be, I don't think so. But they had no, the teams that are in the Big Ten. <laughs> so let me let me say the reason I'm not as concerned about the Rutgers game, although again, I think it's embarrassing and not great. But uh, I think. One, I thought Rutgers was going to be a basement team in the Big Ten going into this season, no matter what. So the fact that they got blown out by a bad team isn't entirely shocking. Two freshman quarterback, and he played like a freshman quarterback. Art Sikowski, Artur Sikowski, whatever, you, however you want to say his first name, uh, threw six picks. Uh, that, that's an 18-year-old playing quarterback right there. And it's not like Chris Ash is an established uh, coach in Rutgers. He hasn't gotten his players. We'll see what that actually means in two to three years from now. But, uh, again, I don't think that's the worst loss of the season, or, or excuse me, of the week for the Big Ten, despite what you and other football commentators might say. <laughs> other football commentators. We're football commentators. I'm a football commentator. Sure. I have a podcast. <laughs> so, to recap all the losses for our viewers, if you weren't up on the Big Ten, Wisconsin lost 24-21 to BYU. Rutgers went down 55-14 to Kansas. Nebraska, 24-19 to Troy. Illinois, 25-19 to Southern Florida. Purdue, 40-37 to to Missouri. And the big medium cats from Northwestern, 39-34 to Akron. Quick question. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think in the preseason and late last season, we were talking about Jeff Brom moving on to Purdue. Following this <laughs> 0-3 start. Do you think... That varnish is off. Do you, I, you see him in West Lafayette next season because of this three zero oh, and three start. I do. Same. Same. Yep. I think. I'm not to say he can't move on at another point to a more yeah shop. Yeah. I think uh, he'll be in West. I don't think he'll be getting any calls. No, I, I think they they lost a ton of starters. That that to me isn't that shocking. And Missouri has a good offense, so they do. You kept pace with them. You lost by three, forty to thirty-seven. That's not embarrassing. Now a bunch of things haven't gone your way, in which you ended up zero and three. And we can coulda, woulda, shoulda all three games. Zero and three is not an acceptable start. But if you look at the details, I'm not. I'm not out on on Brom or the the future at Purdue. Same in Nebraska. I, Troy. Troy to me is strong compared to. All right, who would you take head to head, Troy or Kansas? Right now, I'd take Kansas. Rank these teams: Troy, Kansas, Akron. Again, right now, I'm taking Kansas over all three. Dallas <laughs> uh, Nichols. I, Stop! I want to put Kansas at the bottom, but I'm telling you, man, there's something going on in Lawrence. There's some magic. Maybe they've all stopped by. Shout out Lawrence Brewing Company. Uh, Shout out Lord's Brewery yeah, Company, Sam McLean. Yeah, what up, it's, it's pumped them all up. I don't know. It's possible. There's something. Something's going on in Lawrence that okay. I can't describe. Ah, man, woof though. My other question is: So Wisconsin goes down. We no. did the Michigan Pod preview pod in Glen Arbor yep. with the fam. Shout out, Arts. 
Shout out Arts. Number 98 said two things. One, he said Michigan would go 11-1 and and that they would lose the opening game to Notre Dame, then run the table. He also, off wax, questioned why we thought Wisconsin was so good. Then he's hitting me up on the text going, hey, you remember that conversation we had? (laughs) Old 98. You gotta love that, dude. So, what's your take on that? Well, one, I would point out to you that I predicted Iowa would win the Big Ten West. So, I'm only halfway with Uh you on this one. Uh, But, I mean, dude might be honest something. Maybe... 98 should have the podcast, and you and I should. Maybe he should come on more regularly. I think he should. Maybe. I'm in. You know, talked about we might need a guest host in a couple weeks. Why? For my international oh, travels. Oh, you're going to international travels. All right. The audience All right. doesn't know about Let's this. Let's put it in the docket. Let's put it in the docket. Old 98 might be a suitable. Anyways. We got some other points. Man. Don't let that hurt your feelings. You're definitely on the short list of uh, co-hosts. <laughs> So I'm it just, did not I'm get better. Should say that. It, it didn't get better for football teams in the Midwest outside of the Big Ten. No. The Mac had an equally off weekend. They went three and seven on the weekend, and only because Northern Illinois played Central, so we had Mac on Mac violence. And then <laughs> Akron, as we already talked about, took down the Big Cats for the first time in a century. And Western rolled over the middle school Delaware State. Yeah. So of those three wins, might I posit that actually Western's is the most impressive? Just because it's stop. really stop. It's really stop. hard. Akron's is the best. Stop it. It's really hard. Stop to it. Sixty-eight points in one game. How many teams have done that? When's the last time Michigan's done? Ohio State. Ohio State's done that both weeks this year. Ohio State's a lot better than Michigan, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I think that's pretty impressive. But no, you're. I mean, you're probably right. Again, uh, Akron winning on the road in Evanston? Yep. Good job. Yep, that's how you pronounce Evanston. On the road being the first time since the Big Ten's existence. Uh, that was pretty, pretty not great, the Big Ten. Um, what was your most disappointing loss out of the MAC? Oh, uh, most disappointing loss. You know, I, I, so of the losses, sorry, let me, um, deviate real quick. I thought that Toledo had the best loss. They put up 24 against Miami at Miami, Mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty impressive. Oh no. Were they hosting? That was in the glass house. I was going to say, yeah. Oh Jesus. In the glass house. Well, so they put up 24 on Miami. I would still think that is, is okay, right? Um, I don't know. I am having a hard time reading Penn State. I was very much not impressed with week one against App State mm-hmm. in Happy Valley. I was surprised that they rolled Kent by 53. Yeah, I think I – think- Worst losses for the back. Um, I actually might be on. I don't. Well, where this? Let me rephrase this. My most disappointing loss. I think OU. Um, okay. They're def- losing thirty-one forty-five. Right. Uh, in uh, Charlottesville to UVA. Not to say I didn't necessarily think UVA would win that game, but 
Um, I thought OU would make it more close. I didn't think it would be this high scoring. I thought their defense was going to be a little bit better going into the season. It seems like their defense might not be as good as I thought it would be. Um, concerns about – I'm a little concerned about them making it to the MAC after – one, after that game, but two, after the, the other three performances they've had. Not to say that they can't make it, but uh, I'm less certain about that, that pick for the MAC championship game than I was two weeks ago. Sure. I mean, it, at present, there are two undefeated teams in the MAC, and they're both coming out of the East right now. Neither is the team that we picked. One is Akron. The other, the other is Buffalo. So, Buffalo was my dark horse. I think you picked him as a dark horse too, right? One of your two dark horses. Yeah, I also put Miami up there. Ouch. Well, I don't know. I think Miami's we got to get into MAC play to still see. Fair. Where we're at with that, but I don't know. Are you having questions about the Mac East right now? I I am. Uh, I just again, I I would still ride with the OU pick, but I'm I'm just less certain of it. Um, you know, Buffalo, I think, uh, is definitely a possibility. Uh, still think you could be onto something with Miami. Um, they'd be like my third option, I think. Sure. Um, but yeah, that OU defense is looking a little bit suspect. Like, I don't know if it's going to hold up against Buffalo. Buffalo scored a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. I I could see that. Uh, let's flip over to the West real quick. Eastern Michigan in the West, 2-1 and one right now. Surprising, must say. Any thoughts? Toledo's sitting 1-1. One one. They're sitting. Northern's sitting 1-2 and two right now. Yeah, uh, and they all, who's, Northern's got... Norman's about to lose this weekend, too. I mean, through no real fault. They're playing right. Florida State. Right. Um, well, are they? We'll get there. But, <laughs> so, thoughts uh, on Eastern? Uh, surprised by current um, record. Again, like you said, we're not in MAC play yet, so we'll see. You know, Northern Illinois' schedule or record's pretty ugly, but they've played, they've played I think, better teams. Um, so we'll have to see how that plays out. I'm a little hesitant to, um, you know, pontificate on their ability to make the championship before I think we see games featuring Northern Illinois where they are more, it's more of a parody. I, I just think they've been outclassed in almost every game, or at least in those two losses. We'll see going forward. So I would say far and away, Mac East, undecided. Buffalo could still roll. OU has time. Mac West probably still rolling Toledo. All right, you picked Toledo, not yeah. Northern Illinois. Forgot about that. Uh, I I could be warmed up to Toledo. We'll see. Again, I I just and need to see more games with parity. Eastern Northern is a sleeper. Big Ten East, Ohio Shocking. State's running away with it right now. Yep. Do you have any questions about the West after this weekend? Big Ten West. Yeah. I'm still on that Hawkeye train, baby. That's right, because you took the Hawkeyes. So that looks like a brilliant pick so far. We'll have to stay tuned to see how that one pans out. Let's go to national news quick before we uh, head into Pick'em. Chip Kelly and the UCLA Bruins have 
stumble to an 0-3 start. And we have the father of UCLA now starting quarterback, Dorian Thompson Robinson, criticized Chip Kelly in a series of tweets Sunday night, according to ESPN, writing that the Bruins football coach is a million-dollar coach who bears no responsibility for the team's 0-3 start. Chip and hot water? No. You're not, and you're not the first person to say this, uh, to pose this question. I, I, so it's Chip Kelly. It's year one. Yep. Year zero, really, depending on how you look at it. Sure. Um, he has one of the most unique offenses that needs to be specifically recruited for it in yep. all of college football. He has none of those players currently. You look at last year's sure. roster. I mean, week one, he had Wilton Speed starting for him. Yep. Wilton Speed, we're talking about Chip Kelly's offense at one time was helmed by Dennis Erickson, Marcus Mariota, like, <laughs> and you're putting Wilton Speed in. Like, no. Uh, I don't think it's surprising that they lost at all. Now, the Pac 12 typically doesn't have this kind of SEC, you need to win now or you're out kind of mindset. Sure. I think they have a much more longer game, so I think he's safe. For this you year. Know, in my, for this year, for three years. Maybe Evan, the Pac-12 five. tarmac somebody, man. The term tarmac comes from the, out of the Pac-12. Yeah, but that was also Lane, man. Lane and USC, and things were not going well on the field or off the field with them. Hey, things are not going over the Trojans right now. No. No. So, no, I think Lane is safe. Or, I think Chip is safe. I think Lane is also safe. Lane is also safe where he's at. So, in the national polls this week, not a ton of movement. Uh, Two big teams moved, my opinion. Wisconsin dropped 10 or 12 places, depending on what poll you're looking at, to about number 18, 16. LSU is up 7 after beating Auburn on the road to number 6. Welcome to the party this week, Boston College. Welcome to the party, Texas A&M. Anybody you're seeing needing to go for a beer run, any questions you have about the way teams are ranked going into week four? Um, Not really. I was a little surprised Wisconsin didn't drop further. Really? Saying, you, this is the guy who's like, well, everybody loses by a field goal. Happens. Well, okay, I, I I think that I mean that more to be a commentary on thoughts of Big Ten teams losing to unranked teams. Historically, I don't think that that is taken well. Uh, well, I so they were uh, twenty five going in though. Oh right, BYU, BYU. So technically not unranked. No, no real problem. I kind of thought Wisconsin would drop farther. I know BYU is ranked twenty fifth, but still. You know, the way these polls work, I feel like they're kind of finicky sometimes, and you take a loss, even if it's to a 25th-ranked team, uh, you can drop pretty far. But personally, I would probably put them at where they're at. I think you might be able to make an argument. TCU's in front of them in the AP. So is UCF, Oklahoma State. Nah, I I think right about where they're at uh, is deserved. Um, as far as teams needing to go on our metaphorical beer runs, I'm not really seeing any. I, th- I think I agree with this poll. Um, I don't know much about BC. I'll admit the three and I know that. Yep. Uh, they weren't ranked last week. I know that. So I guess I might have a question mark behind the Eagles, but 
It's just because uh, I'm not familiar. Sure, sure. What are your thoughts? So I, yeah, I don't see anybody totally out of whack right now. Nobody that I uh, am totally against. I'm a little perplexed right now about the SEC West in terms of who's legit and who's not. I'm not trying to rain and say that, you know, it's it's not a legit spot because I, I think it is. Obviously, you Alabama's a far and away one seed. I don't under, quite understand. This is kind of splitting hairs here, but how Georgia jumps Clemson, who's been to the last two national title games and won one of them. Like, what did they do that was more impressive than what Clemson has done? I don't I, I, I don't quite see that. And I don't, I don't know what to make of LSU-Auburn. I mean, we thought that the Auburn line was kind of outrageous, but so LSU beats them, they move up to number six. Like, are they that good? Maybe they are. Um... I have a little bit of question on how they play up front, defensive line, and uh, linebackers, but we'll see. A lot of football to play out. I mean, to your Georgia point, Matt, they defeated Middle Tennessee State and Austin P. Like, God. Right. Does, is that not deservative point. of number two? That's, that's what I don't get. <laughs> that's what I don't get. So, Fathead of the Week alert, folks. Shout out to faithful fan Ryan Puss submitted two of them. Shout out. Number one, Urban Meyer, please stop oh. talking about def- about domestic violence. Stop, man. Just stop. Just You just can't let it go. Uh, can't let it go. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the ESPN interview. And ESPN really is doing their damnedest to make Urban Meyer look like the uh, you know, saint and uh, general of moral character of the United States. But it, just stop, man. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. I, it, every time he talks, it gets worse. Yeah, I don't get that, man. I, at some <laughs> point, like, you just got to think an OSU PR guy is just going to be like, all right, man. You, like, you can't take any more questions on this. I Every time. Every time he drops the ball. It's just like you don't – it seems like he doesn't actually believe Courtney Smith. And it's just like he will never say I'm sorry, which is driving me insane, or that like I was wrong. It's like, well, I mishandled this very difficult, complicated situation with a troubled employee. Just be like, hey, man, I I got this wrong. I made mistakes. He's like, I'm sorry if I missed spoke or misstated myself like dude no 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 you lied you lied you knew it and you lied i i don't the he just lacks such accountability it's stunning to me yeah it's nuts man so that's disappointing entertaining clip on twitter number 86 on the uh at a uni uni is playing iowa Twelve thirty-three left in the game they are down 38 to zip, and this guy is celebrating a late flag as if it gave him goal line possession <laughs> down one with like two minutes left. Pretty epic out there. That was um, nuts. I don't know what he was doing. It, it's a manner of uh, misunderstanding time and place there. You want to uh, walk us through Tweet of the Week? Sure. Tweet of the Week given us to us by one 
Mike McShane talking about the Oregon Ducks and Matt turnover items, which you know we love, on, which everyone knows we love. On he this made podcast. this up, though. This is why it's funny. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think Oregon should introduce turnover bread. Whenever a duck forces a turnover, his teammates break off pieces of the turnover bread and throw it at him. That's amazing. I'm so done with turnover items, but that's funny. Same. Good job. Quick announcement for the audience, though, or PSA. You shouldn't feed bread to ducks. makes their stomach upset. Just FYI. I don't mean to kill anyone's childhood, but don't feed bread to ducks. Well, thanks, Evan. Are you ready to pick up? Let's pick them. All right. Last week, you know, it was ugly for the Big Ten. It was ugly for Ooh. Mac. It was ugly, ugly for, for the Midwest brothers. Yep. Um, Matthew, you went ten and eleven. Yep. I went fourteen and seven. Yep. Uh, buoyed by Kansas and Jesus. Central Michigan covering. Jesus. Uh, Central Michigan covered. Couple other covers that I had. It's those points, dog. Don't count down those points. Anyways, looking into week four, our predictions. Again, folks, we're going, we're factoring in the spread. Uh, We are only going to talk about games we disagree on because we quite frankly don't have enough time to do anything else. Let's jump right into it. Matthew, Michigan is hosting Nebraska. The spread is 18 points to Nebraska. Michigan minus 18, Nebraska plus 18. I'm taking Nebraska in those points. You're taking Michigan. Yeah, Michigan at home. I think the offense is is heating up. I didn't love the 13 penalties last week out of Michigan, a lot on the defensive end. But the offense, two weeks in a row now, has put up over 40. So I like the way they're rolling, uh, and I like them to cover the 18. Uh, yeah, I, the penalties is really what I was going to mention. Uh, just too many. I, I don't know. I mean, I know the offense has scored a lot of points on people. I, I'm just skeptical. 18 points. If it was like 15, maybe I could, but 18 is just a bridge too far. Go Nebraska with the points. You're aware Nebraska lost to Troy last week? I am aware. Hey, remember what you told me about Kansas Rutgers? Fair. UMD is hosting Minnesota Golden Gophers. Spread is one and a half points in favor of Minnesota. Yeah. I'm going UMD. You're going Minnesota. My thoughts were, I agree it's going to be a pretty close game. One and a half, not really a lot. Either way, I'm going to take the home team. I generally like home teams at this point. I didn't like the way that Maryland lost to the 0-2 Temple Owls by 21. Didn't love it. And I like what Minnesota's doing on offense, so I like them covering the 1.5 here. There we go. Uh, Jumping down into the MAC, Cincinnati is hosting the Ohio Bobcats. Spread is 8 points. Uh, given to Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm taking OU, you're taking Cincinnati. Yeah, I think, you know, I wasn't super impressed with what I saw at OU last week. And, you know, I think I like what, what Cincinnati's done this far. You're talking about UCLA starting out 0-3. One of the reasons they're 0-3 is because they met up with the Nata Bearcats. So I've seen, you know, 3-0 and team. They put up 63 last week on Alabama A&M. Middle school, but impressive display of offense. I think they'll definitely roll and definitely cover the eight. So I think this is, Matt, this game is really going to be for me the make or break 
Am I riding with the Bobcats? Okay. Uh, you know, I'm a little skeptical of that defense. Uh, I think Cincinnati is not very strong this year. Uh, I've been to a Cincinnati home football game. I don't really find it a uh, intimidating environment per se. Maybe oh, son. It is. Get out. Get out of here. No. We'll have Clifton. To go to Clifton. But uh, spreads only eight. It's more than a touchdown. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I just like OU's offense in the game. We'll see. Um, then Bowling Green is hosting Miami of Ohio. Five and a half points in favor of Bowling Green. Uh, I'm taking Miami of Ohio. I, I just have no faith in Bowling Green. TBH. Five and a half points. I think. Well, uh, what do you Red see Hawks in Miami that like gives you the confidence? I mean, not a whole lot. Yeah, I'm looking at an at an zero and three against a one and two. I don't. Now Miami's played a tougher schedule. They've been against Marshall, Cincinnati, who they both played at home, but then they went on the road to Minnesota and got rolled. So they have yet to win. I, I'm not sure why they go on the road to Bowling Green and then pick up a victory there. Only time will tell. Uh, Florida State hosting Northern Illinois. Spread is. Uh, 11 points in favor of Northern Illinois. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking FSU. I like their offense this year. No, no, year. no. Fa- Florida State's favored by 11. That's what I'm saying. What did I say? Other way around. Sorry. Oh, all right. 11 points uh, in favor of Northern Illinois. Uh, I like FSU's offense this year, uh, this weekend notwithstanding. Um, they lost to Syracuse. By the way, real quick, uh Dino Baber gave a great pump-up speech. Saw that. I would totally recommend checking it out. Um, you know, Whose house? Our house. Uh, and Mac offense, or excuse me, defenses, I think, uh, when we're talking about playing power, or, yeah, power five uh, teams. Defense a little weak. I think Florida State's going to get this one. Dude, Florida State is in trouble, man. They are in trouble. Got, got handled. By Virginia Tech on opening night, then struggled to beat FCS Samford 36 26, and then get absolutely walked over by Syracuse 30 7 last weekend. Florida State might come out on top with a victory here to move to 2 2, but I don't see them covering 11. I was just about to ask you if you were going to lock it up, but there you go, hedging. All right, jumping down into games of national import, I just want to make a real quick note. We agree with this, but. Uh, UCF is hosting FAU. Little inter intra Florida game uh, spreads three thirteen and a half points in favor of UCF. We're both taking FAU in light of that spread. Uh, Fifteen minute Ewers. That might be one to put some. Well, I would. We never took it. Ah, oh, we took it because of the money, man. It's thirteen and a half. Really? It's gonna be a shootout. UCF. They might win again. I don't see that. I don't see that as a cover, man. I I don't think you can keep Lane to under twenty one, right? Twenty eight, uh, especially with uh, that defense, uh, right? So yeah, no, I don't get that one. Anyways, games we disagree on. We actually disagree on every other national importance <laughs> game. Uh, number twenty two A and M is hosting Alabama. Spread is twenty six points uh, in favor of Bama. I Bama has yet to cover their spread. They just beat the bricks off teams. Uh, I'm going to Alabama till they prove me otherwise. That's a really fair rationale, and I felt sick picking the Aggies here. 
I was really impressed with the way the Texas A&M played Clemson at home, and I let that yeah. drive my pick here. I, I would absolutely pick Alabama for the win, but if they're getting 26, I'm rolling Aggies. Fair enough. Number 20, Oregon's hosting number 7, Stanford. Spread is almost even, one and a half points uh, in favor of Oregon. I'm going Stanford. I know Oregon has scored a boatload of points. I don't think they've played a particularly good defense yet. So I'm thinking Stanford can slow that game down. Um, And I think, I mean, it's pretty much even. I think Stanford's going to win outright. Interesting. You lock it in? Lock it in. Lock it in. He locks in Stanford. I had a toss-up pick in this one. I don't really know what to make of it. And in that case, I'm always rolling home team, especially at this time of the season. So Oregon at home, take care of business here. The, my lock of the week is Kentucky hosting Mississippi State. I love what I've seen from the Wildcats so far this season. They're getting 10 points at home. 10 at home? Mississippi State might come out with this one. I'd lock this one up, though. I could see Kentucky winning this thing outright. Forget the Are points. you locking it up? Yep. Are you locking it up? Locking it up. All right, so we – I am also taking Kentucky, but I'm saying because of the points, folks. Matt is saying Kentucky wins outright. Interesting to see how this goes. Uh, I just don't know. I know it's at home. I know it's in Lexington. Um, I, too, have liked what I've seen from Kentucky, but, I mean, common sense says Mississippi State's going to come in. They're going to put the brakes on that – on that Kentucky offense, uh, and they're going to win this game. We shall see. We shall see. So it's been another fabulous week of 15-Minute You. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know how the discussion goes to the water cools tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. While you're at that water cooler, be sure to tell a friend. And then have that friend to tell a friend. Maybe they can hit a couple subscribe buttons, hit a couple ratings buttons. We would sincerely yep. appreciate it from the bottom of our 15-minute hearts to yours. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at 15MinuteU. Thank you so much. Have a great week. No matter what you do this week, though, folks, remember, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Way over this week. 36 minutes. How much was our pause, dude? Uh, that's a good point. So I bet we'll be down... I mean, I don't know. We'll be down 34. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta do something, man. I don't know. 35-minute <laughs> you. All right, I'm gonna hit stop in three, two.